0: Shalom. Welcome to Simply Jewish. My name is Reuven Epstein.
1: And I'm Daniela.
0: And this series of podcasts is based on the book, Simply Jewish, an illustrated get-to-the-point guide to Judaism. And like the book, these podcasts are intended to introduce Jewish rites, rituals, and customs, and to do so in a simple, get-to-the-point manner. Let's jump right in. We'll start with the Life Cycle section of Simply Jewish. Page 25 if you happen to have the book in front of you. Mazel Tov! You and your spouse entered the hospital as two people, and now you're exiting the hospital as three people.
1: You're partners with God in the creation of another soul. It doesn't get any better than that.
0: But remember, becoming a parent isn't just a tremendous joy. It's a tremendous responsibility as well. Our job as parents includes providing for the physical and emotional needs of our children, loving them unconditionally, providing them with a good moral compass, and helping them reach their full potential, including their full spiritual potential.
1: A good way to start on your child's spiritual development is by giving them a Jewish name. Wait a minute. Why do I need
0: to give my child a Jewish name?
1: According to Jewish tradition, names are not just the source of identification, a name indicates the true essence of a person.
0: Giving your child a Jewish name is the first opportunity to involve your child in our faith and it will be a source of Jewish pride and Jewish self-identification.
1: The Talmud even tells us that one of the reasons that led God to free the Jewish nation from slavery was because in Egypt, The Jews kept their Jewish names, and that was to say, we may fall short in many ways, but we still identify ourselves as Jews and we still want to be Jewish.
0: Okay, so now you have the baby and you want to give him or her a Jewish name. How do you pick a Jewish name for your baby? When selecting a Jewish name, we follow certain guidelines. First, We try to name the baby after a close relative who has passed away. Naming after the deceased relative honors the memory of the deceased. Please note that Sephardic Jews honor their parents by naming children for them while the parents are still alive.
1: Another source for names is from the weekly Torah portion or from Jewish holidays that's around that time of the birth.
0: For example, one of my brothers was born around the Purim holiday, actually the day before the holiday, and his name was Mordechai, after the hero of the Purim story. Had he been a girl, you guessed it, the name would have probably been Esther.
1: If those two methods don't work for you, feel free to check out the Jewish names, a book of Jewish names, or the recommended sources that we have in chapter 9.
0: We believe that a name is a portent for the future. So great care should be made to name the baby after a person of outstanding moral character or to select a name that has a positive, optimistic meaning. It's a bad idea to select a name that sounds cool if the originator of that name was a bad person. For example, a not uncommon name in Israel today is the name Nimrod. But the originator of that name, King Nimrod, was not a good guy. He imprisoned our forefather Abraham and threw him into a fiery furnace. That is not the type of name we're looking for.
1: Don't we have a relative with the name Adolf?
0: Ah, you remember that. Yes, we do. But that doesn't contradict what I was saying, because his given Hebrew name is Abraham and the secular name he was given was in fact Adolf but he was given that name much before the name was ruined by the other guy I assure you that today no Jewish babies are named Adolf anymore. The bottom line is just do your best to pick out a good meaningful Jewish name but don't sweat it. According to the Jewish tradition Parents are given a spirit of prophecy when selecting a name for their child.
1: Okay, so now that you've selected the name, let's talk a little bit about the ceremony. Good idea. A baby boy isn't given his name until the bris, the circumcision, and that we'll talk about in the next podcast.
0: A baby girl can be named any time the Torah is read in the synagogue. Torah is read on Shabbat and every Monday and Thursday morning, as well as various holidays and the first day of the Jewish month.
1: There are basically two customs. One custom is to specifically try and name your daughter the very first time the Torah is read following her birth. This shows our eagerness to perform this mitzvah.
0: The other custom is to specifically wait until Shabbat, until the Shabbat Torah reading for the naming ceremony, and thereby add the holiness of Shabbat to the ceremony. Both customs are perfectly acceptable.
1: Now let's focus on how you name your daughter.
0: You're given an aliyah, meaning you are called to the Torah and you recite the standard blessing that we recite whenever we read the Torah.
1: We also add prayers for the health of the mother and the baby who are still likely to be in the hospital. We recite a short prayer where the baby is given her Jewish name. Everyone there says Mazel Tov.
0: Mazel Tov! Often, the proud parents will sponsor a kiddush, refreshments for the congregation after the Sabbath service. This is typically done a few weeks later so that the mother can comfortably attend. The kiddush can be big or small or even none at all. It's a custom, a nice custom, a nice way to show a measure of gratitude to the Almighty and to also involve the congregation and receive the blessing of the congregation. Blessings for the well-being and successful future of your daughter. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us, and please join us for our next podcast when we talk about circumcisions. Shalom.